It's the What's Your Opinion Show, our daily talk show focusing on you, the people, events, and issues of Marshall County. Now here's your hosts, Kathy Bodorf and Rusty Nixon. I was Cayuse. I'm a Miley of a railroad track. Soon, dear. I'm Lucky Royant. And I knew there is no turning back. Soon, dear. My mind rocked, and I fired. You're not singing along. I... I'm still trying to figure out what Soon the heck. Dear. And I knew there is no help. No help from you. you. Is that you? Soon ah, dear. Come on. You Is that you? Dreams. No, it's not me. <laughs> I don't have this kind of talent. Oh, is that? I couldn't keep up with that guy. I guess. Don't like Thunderstruck? I, I, I thought that was your theme song. It is, but not that one. I don't like that one. Okay. I do, though. I think it's... You have to See, visualize that's... football players coming <laughs> running out to that. that I think that work. would... If I was the opposing team, I think that would scare me. Yeah. Pretty sure it would scare me to death. Probably it might. <laughs> I would be intimidated. You need to smoke another cigarette or something this morning, Lord. It's that low-grade Colombian. <clears throat> okay. Uh, where was I? Oh, welcome to What's Your Opinion. Kathy is off meeting. And Laura Mann is with me. How are how you been? I'm okay. How are you? I'm okay. Coming I'm, up along or something. Yeah, I know. It, it's funny. For some reason, that well, it's this time. I don't know what I'm allergic to, but whatever it is, it's out in force. I have, uh, I get this, I don't know how to describe it. It's not really like a chest cough. It's in my throat. You get this little tickle in the back mm-hmm. of your throat and it won't go away. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's happening to me right now. Well, keep it over there. Yeah. I don't think you can get allergic to something from being around somebody, can you? Well, you never know. Huh. I've been... um relegated to not traveling to indianapolis for a while why is that oh because of the delta surge that we had here my daughter's a little nervous so i have to go back to facetiming my grandchildren for a while well why why doesn't she just make you wear a mask i don't know you've been vaccinated haven't you yeah and so have they but not the kids well, there's the problem, the kids. Yep. And the other part of that is something I said yesterday. The thing that bothers me about this is how many kids are getting it now. I mean, before, I know that's bad to say. Before it was us old people. You well, know, yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah, we had a good run. Whatever. I mean, but yeah. when, when kids are getting it. Eight year old kids or younger, I mean, I, uh, the other day somebody was like a baby yeah. had gotten it or, or their mom had it and they. Passed it on. I, I don't know what it was, but you know, I'm saying, well, this is this yeah. didn't kids now. What? Yeah. No, that's not good. No, it is not. So, but it's a little foggy this morning. Foggier yesterday morning. Yeah, 
My God. Yeah. Yesterday morning was unbelievable. When I can't see the junior high, I know there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, honestly, though, out, out where we're... Have you ever noticed that if... It, to the... As you're facing that cornfield, to the right, you can't, you can't even... I mean, it's like a wall yeah. of white. To the left, it's like almost open. Yeah. I, that's weird to me. It, it does that with snow, though, too. Really? Have you ever noticed Well, that. the snow I noticed because, you know, you talk about uh, the wind comes sweeping down the plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just Oklahoma. Uh, it... it was definitely a problem at the airport at the end of the runway. Really? That section of lilac right at the end of the runway right. always, always well, drifted across. it's wide open. And I, I, the, um, that's fun in the summertime. You see the, the yeah. storms come across. You can see them for miles and whatever. But uh, the wintertime, and I contend, and th- I could be wrong, but I contend that consistently, unless the, there's no wind at all, the temperature there is at least 5 to 10 degrees cooler oh, yeah. than anywhere else in town simply because... When you have a soft breeze in town, it's like a hurricane out there. Yeah. There's nothing to stop it. If you're up on that little hill and it just, yep, it's nice. <laughs> yep. It comes through there. Anyway. Uh, what are we talking about today? I don't know. I think we probably ought to get this information. And here we go again. Sorry. Ah. <clears throat> uh. You want to just reach in with your hands and scratch it. Like, yeah. It's just... I wonder if that would work. Um, I, we could probably have people that would volunteer to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who it might be, but there might yeah, be somebody. It might be somebody. It might be somebody who would be more than happy to stick their fingers around my throat. But um, I think we probably need the, the information. I... Last night, the FBI said they thought, uh, and it's Mercedes Lane, the missing missing baby. Yes. Um, they said the she was last seen in Mishawaka about 1230 on Saturday. Uh, honestly, if you have any information, if you've seen any of these people or anything, just call the police. Uh, yeah, no, not, no matter how trivial yeah, you think it is, yeah. it, it, they're trying to establish a good timeline. So they can... So every little bit of information that you give them is going to add to that timeline and make it more detailed. And so if you just saw somebody with that baby or you saw a vehicle like that was described, please just yeah. call the Plymouth Police Department. Or if you want, you can call Crime Stoppers at 574-288-STOP. There is a reward uh, for bucks, her I safe think. return. Yeah. Uh, or nine one one. I mean, that's always okay. Yeah. To call nine one one. But uh, if you have any information, I know their hope is that somehow, some way, they're going to find her. Yeah. And she's going to be. Well, I'm not going to say okay because I don't know how you're ever okay after. So, so that's the thing that went through my head right now. She's eleven months old, and look at what's happened to her. I mean, yeah. you, you know, I. <laughs> I guess it was a bit reassuring to me that someone saw her at midnight Friday night into Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. So at least we're not working off of Thursday. Right. You know, before it was Thursday. Right. 
So now we've at least someone seen her Friday night, right. Saturday morning. So at least that's a little better. I don't know. I I will tell you that in all the years that I did victim assistance, I don't want to say that I had a cold heart, but I I did a pretty good job of guarding my heart and could go home and, you know, put things away a bit in my mind until the next day. I I lost that ability. Yeah. I have not put this away. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are the same way. I just really haven't slept much. I don't know if it's because I'm a grandma now. <laughs> I don't know, but it's it's challenging. And, and I know that everybody wants to help and they want to do something. And I, you know, we all, we appreciate that, but you know, there's folks that want to have a search crew, you know, the information that they've received is so scattered places. It's like, where would we even start? Right. So please just be patient and let the law enforcement do their job. And hopefully we'll have a positive outcome. That's what we're all hoping for at this point. And, you know, the conjecture that's flying around, we don't, you know, you don't know anything yet. No. We know there's a child missing and we're trying to find her. So, uh, um. There was a prayer vigil last night I saw. Good. So, I Um, think that's what we all need to be hanging on to. I, I just, if you know anything, just get a hold of some law enforcement. Let them know. I mean, honestly... No matter like what you it said, is. it's it, any little bit that establishes somebody saw this girl between Thursday and when the report was made is is good news. So yep. anyway, um, and I'm sure that it's not going to be long until we know all the gory details and then we're going to be upset. We know the gory details. So it's just it's let's see if we can at least salvage finding our 11 month old girl so yeah it's if you look on social media there's a picture of her if you haven't seen her um the fbi has put it out on all of their social media um it was on the news last night uh so anyway yep um if you know anything or if you know somebody who might know anything just get a hold of them now is this becoming a uh Another pandemic. I know. I know. We got another one here. The Elkhart County Sheriff's Department. Uh, Sarah Chaplin. They're looking for her. Fourteen-year-old from Napanee. From Napanee. Mm-hmm. Five four, one hundred and forty pounds. Brown hair, green eyes. Last seen wearing a white T-shirt, black shorts, and Nike tennis shoes with a multicolored backpack, and was last seen on Tuesday. That's this Tuesday, the seventeenth, at three in the morning. Believed to be in extreme danger. May require medical assistance. If you have any information on that, once again, call 911. It's the easiest, but 533-4151 is the Elkhart County Sheriff's Office. If you have any information on that, please let them know. You know, I've seen a lot on um, social media about why hasn't there been an Amber Alert? Why was it a silver well, alert? This one was. Yeah. I got it. The Amber Alert on that one. On and the Napanee one. The difference, Amber Alerts are for children under the age of 18 who have been abducted 
and um, this Mercedes wasn't abducted. She was given willingly by her parents to that Justin Miller. Yeah. So she wasn't abducted. A silver alert are for missing endangered adults, high-risk missing people, or missing endangered children. So that's why the difference. Um, and I'm not sure why people are so upset about the color of the alert. An alert is an alert. It went out the same way. Um, but that's... That's the difference between an amber alert. An amber alert, they don't know who took them. The silver alert, they know who took them. So. It's funny you mention that because I would never have even slightly noticed. A, a, a bottom line, just like you said, alert. Well, yeah. I, I, that, I never would have even sorted that out, honestly. I felt like torturing myself, I guess, last night. And I was on um, social media reading things that I probably shouldn't have right before I went to bed because they never went away. And that was one of the, the a reoccurring theme was, why wasn't there an Amber Alert? Why is there all this um, uh, lacks in time before there's an Amber Alert? Why it, there, There's a Silver Alert. I mean, it has to fall within these parameters right. and those are the parameters it fell within but it was out there as soon as the the report was made and the information enough information was gathered to put out an alert it was put out it mm. wasn't like oh yeah this is just silver alert we'll wait till next tuesday to do that you know that's not how that is <laughs> in this case they had to wait until a report was filed they Clearly, would have no idea something was afoot until yeah. somebody comes and says, hey, this is going on. So the thing that started all this was the missing persons report. Yep. And I, I don't know. I may, I I may have know. some questions about how that took a long time. I but know. But that's, yeah. that's not mine to judge. I mean. I was just about to say something and I stopped myself because it, I, I don't know. Uh, I have some questions as well about that, but uh, if you know me and you want to talk to me privately, and nobody knows me and nobody knows how to see me privately, yeah, I do. I, yeah, you do. I guess uh, I got your number, man. I know that. I just I don't I don't know. I it's it's like when the pandemic was going on and everybody wanted to point fingers and blame and critique and i'm like dudes just we've got to stop this right we've got a, a very urgent situation to deal with and once that's done then we can go yeah. back and decide on some things right now we've got a girl missing who cares about anything exactly else right find her yeah and once that is done and that danger is over then we can sort things out. But right now, the priority has to be find this little girl. Yeah. And anything yeah. else doesn't mean anything. Just find this girl. Yep. That's that's where we are. How we got here, that will we don't, come, it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll review find it that out. later. We'll find it out eventually. But right now, we just got to find this girl. Yeah. So, so. Uh, anyway. That's that. What a great, you know, two, two mornings in good. a row, we got great th Oh, I want to talk about something else here real quick. If you happen to be uh, wanting to drive, uh, let's see, where are they at? Lincoln Highway. Uh, I think it's out west. 
Between King Road and Elm Road, is that west or east? King is the other way. King to King Elm is, towards, is west east. Okay, west east. They are uh, chip and sealing uh, Lincoln from King Road to Elm Road today. So if you're out in that area, you use that. Uh, you may want to reroute. I mean, you, you don't have to, but you really may want to reroute because they're chipping and sealing it. Uh, they'll be out there till 3.30. Um, and there'll be certain times where it's closed off from intersection to intersection, they say. so. Uh, and then I got, I've been getting just, well, that's another long story. But <laughs> to the end of the end of the long story is the Robert Henry Company, which is the subcontractor of NIPSCO that's doing the pole replacements in uh, town. They, um, there was some difficulty with communication with uh, our EMS and fire of emergency services right. as to what roads are closed. So they've been directed by NIPSCO to text me every morning <laughs> with the list. Very good. So these are the road streets closed at the intersections of, for today. Okay. Angel Street at Ledyard, okay. which is down by the water department. No, right where that is. Lake Avenue from Gideon to Michigan. So that's um, behind Penguin Point, between Penguin Point and then okay. apartments. Okay. Lincoln Way and Gibson Street. So over by the junior high. Oh, okay. Yeah, right there. Like by Maggie's work. Right. Yep. I've Jefferson, driven through that every yeah. day for the last week. Jefferson and Richter, which is... East of the vet clinic. Okay. Uh, Liberty, north of Pennsylvania to LaPorte Street. So that would be... So like Garden from... Court-ish. From Garden Court <clears throat> south. Until you get to like... To LaPorte the... Street, right okay, before so the junior right high. Right before the junior high, that's what I was going to say. So those are the streets that are... Either closed and or restricted, so you may want to avoid those intersections today. Um, I don't know. I don't know. There's been a lot of, you know, things that, and I don't know how long I'd get this every day, <laughs> supposedly. So, and you know, this is funny, and it isn't funny, but... <laughs> Oh, sure. Give me your cough. Yeah, there you go. Here, let me give you there. Yeah. <coughs> hey, thanks. There you go. Across the room. Last Tuesday, I received an email from NIPSCO telling me of, telling the mayor's office, of a planned power outage that was going to occur. Right. Saturday night that. at yeah. 11 p.m. until Sunday at 6 a.m. When I got that email, it was 127 degrees outside. <laughs> and I was like... And they sent me the list of the addresses of it where it was going to be affected. Oh, yeah. Okay, that strikes me, too, now that you mentioned that. And so I look, 805 Baker Street, lot number, 805 Baker Street, lot number, 805. Yeah. Ba and I'm like, oh, yeah, this isn't cool. Not, no. The mayor was out of town. I call him up, and I'm like, hey, this is a problem. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, and that's definitely a problem. We need to do something. So right. I... I got a list of the the NIPSCO people that were in charge of this pole replacement project. Right. And I just started calling them. One, somebody didn't answer, I'd call the next person. Yeah. Somebody didn't answer, I'd call the next person. 
So, left messages for all of them. And the next thing I know, they're all calling me back. One right after another. <laughs> it's fine. Isn't it the way it always yeah. works? And then you can't deal with them all at once. Yeah. So, I had some other complaints, too, that I needed to tell them about. Like the fact that one of the subcontractors had decided to park their truck in my backyard. Which really might not have been a big deal, except for there used to be an in-ground pool there. And they have a bucket truck parked right where this pool used to be. Yeah. And I know that, you know, I had it done, and I know they did it right when they filled it in. Sure, but... But don't put a bucket truck there. So anyway, so... um, Now I forgot where I was telling this story. (laughs) It was about turning off the electricity. (laughs) So they were going to turn the electricity off, and I... So I called the um, community relations person from NIPSCO, and I said... Are you aware that the majority of those 223 homes that you're going to shut off on Saturday night at 11 o'clock are within our River Park retirement community? Exactly. That's trailers. Yeah. Um, that's not cool. She's like, well, we sent out this postcard. Well, I had already called a few people on that list that I knew they had not received the postcard yet. And that was on Tuesday. Yeah. And so I said, well, I already know that a lot of the pe- no one that I've talked to has received your postcard yet. And she's like, oh, well, they should. And we have email addresses and we emailed them. And I'm like, did you forget the retirement community part of what I just said? Yeah. And I said, okay, well, let me tell you, when my dad lived there... <sighs> He checked his mail once a week. Yeah. And so, like, if he checks his mail today and it's not in there, and it does happen to be in there tomorrow, he's not going to know until next Tuesday when he checks his mail again. So, could you please send somebody, a crew, door to door, just to make sure? Yeah. Oh, well, we could put door hangers on the doors. Okay, if you're going door to door to put a door hanger on the door, knock on the dang door and tell people. Hand them the door hanger. So she said, well, I have to call you back. Okay, whatever. So sure enough, she called me back and they did go from door to door. Yeah. So they tell me if somebody lives in River Park and that didn't happen, I would kind of like to know. And told everybody. So... Saturday night, I was tired. I was getting ready to go to bed, and I went to bed about... I was getting ready to get on my my new adjustable bed, because I'm getting older, you know. i got to have an adjustable bed. So, I have a... On my app, I have a, a favorite button. So, I had pushed my favorite button so that it was in the exact spot that I wanted it. And I went and got in bed, and went to turn the TV on. TV won't come on. And the fan, the overhead fan and the floor fan that we have are off. Went off. Oh. And I'm like, are you (laughs) blanking me? I said, it is 1015. It is not 11 o'clock and we're not even supposed to be in this outage. I'm like mad. I mean, why why should I be mad? But I'm just mad. There's nothing that's going to happen, but you get mad. Yeah. So I look out. The only light in the entire neighborhood is the junior high, and I can hear, which only made it better, I can hear their generator, which is like something taking off from over there. And I'm like, what 
what in the heck? So I, <coughs> I don't have a magic Nipsco number. I think people believe that. I think they think that we and the sheriff's department and the police department, we all have this magic number. <laughs> we don't. I mean, it's all we you have to don't. Do. No, you're destroying we don't have my hotline. vision. I you're know. destroying my vision of you, the power that you all have. So I call <laughs> and um, I get I'm on hold. And then the sky keeps coming on like every 20 seconds. Your call has been deemed an emergency. The next available operator will be on to help you. Please have patience or something. Okay, I that's fine. And then twenty second late twenty seconds later. Your call has been deemed an stop. Just let me listen to your terrible music. So finally the very nicest woman came on and she was very yeah, sweet. Sure. And she said um, so-and-so from Nipsco, what is your emergency? And I told her that I needed to report an outage at my house. Okay, well, did you hear a loud boom or is there a storm? I said, uh, no, no boom, no storm. She said, well, I know it's dark outside, but can you see any limbs down? And I'm like, nope, don't see anything like that. And she's like, okay, well, hold on. So she comes back and she said, well, there are about 810 outages in your area. We have crews en route. And I said, okay. And then she has to read me some spiel about, you know, don't go near down lines, you know, that oh, yeah, yeah, safety yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, do you have any questions? I said, well, yeah, actually, I do. I said, I work for the mayor's office, and we had received notification of... A scheduled a power outage, outage yeah. starting at 11 o'clock Eastern time until 6 tomorrow morning, but it was not for my neighborhood. Is this something else or is this that? Right. And she goes, oh, no, this is something else. So I'm like, oh, great. So we have 800 and something customers because of this. Yeah. Plus in 40 minutes, it's going to be. 200 and something more so we're gonna have a thousand homes without power in a i don't know three thousand and something resident right city i'm like oh okay great thanks you'll be receiving an email with a um scheduled restoration okay so how do i get the email i have no electricity well thank goodness i had charged my phone (laughs) And so I pull my email up. Now, granted, uh, it is now 1045-ish. Yeah. The email says that my power will be restored by 945 a.m. And I'm like, uh, what? Yeah. First of all, you don't even know what's wrong, so how can you give me a restoration time? Yeah. But okay. So... Now, my bed, I pushed, remember, the favorites button. So it was, oh, yeah. it was my button. It was in your, okay, it was in your favorites. I loved yeah. being, yeah. oh, heck to the no. <laughs> I laid there and tossed and turned. It was like, I need to put my feet down a little. I need to put my head down a little. Well, well poor Kevin, he had left his bed because oh, they're split. Yeah. We had been watching TV Saturday morning, and he had his bed like, up. practically sitting up oh, so he could watch TV. Yeah, yeah, He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. no way, I'm going to the couch. <laughs> okay. Well, see, I would just give up on sleeping that night anyway because the fan wouldn't be on. 
So I would be literally yeah. unable to ever come close to sleeping. It wasn't so, hot Saturday night. Yeah. But I was hot. Yeah. I had every window in the house right. open, but I was still hot. And so I'm laying there wide awake. Wide awake. I'm like, I I'm not oh. getting I'm not sleeping all night. And it's not coming on till nine forty five. Twelve oh five it came on. I got to be honest with you. Mine is just the no. I have to even when it's a hundred degrees below zero. I got a fan. Oh yeah, better. me too. And so yeah. you you know what I'm saying. If that noise isn't oh, yeah. there, you hear every creak of every board of every tiny bug. I I knew I had to do this whole thing the time that I realized that I was waking up every night because the cat was walking into the bedroom. Yeah, I could hear the cat walking the into carpet. the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm yeah. like, no, this can't go on. Well, I told I told Kevin, I said, well, I suppose we should probably get used to this because we're going to be moving back out to the country. I yeah. said, this is kind of how it is in the country. Oh, no, you got fans in the country. Well, no, you but the darkness. I couldn't believe how dark it was. See, but it doesn't get as dark as you think. Well, he's how, like, how long has it been? Because if the moon is out, it's almost like daylight yeah. out there. It's been, well, 15 years. Well, I am glad that, honestly... Uh, they're doing all this before I move back into town. Yeah, thanks. Do we have a caller yes, that I've... we do have a caller. Sorry, caller. Caller, you're on the air. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry, Judy. Hey, how are you? Hi. I um, am listening to Laura's story, and uh, I'd like to share my thoughts about that whole Nipsco fiasco. Please do. Because, yes, we... We well, my neighbor, her niece saw some notification on Facebook and and called her aunt, and then her aunt called us because they live next door. Because we didn't know anything about it, and we did not ever receive any postcard or email whatsoever. They said it was going to be off from 11 until 6 a.m., which the way it was told to me is that it was going to be down that entire length of time. Right. Okay, we were out of town, and we got back home about uh, 20 after 10 because we wanted to be here to be prepared uh, not only to start up our generator that we bought after the 12-and-a-half-hour power outage and the last time we had that storm, and also our next-door neighbors because they're elderly and were not able to start their generator um, on their own. So, you know, we did everything that we could possibly do to get prepared for the situation, thinking that the power was going to be out for hours, and hurried around, started up the generator, plugged off the things we needed into it and got those running and power came back on at 11:40. Yeah, they told me they were going to try to um localize River Park and do that separately to make the time shorter. Sure, yeah. But I didn't trust them so I didn't tell anybody that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we're on Wilson, so... You're just down the uh, road from that. Down the street from yep. there. And and I'm not upset at the fact that it came back on early, 
much earlier than they said, but it was the way the information was not commuted. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were all under the impression it was going to be out for all of those hours. And then it was just just barely over an hour. It yeah. was off. Yeah, she sent me so, a follow-up email, and I was like, uh, what happened to the six-hour thing? Yeah. But. Right. So if, had they just communicated a little more clearly, which, Laura, I know you have no control over their communication. Uh, I wish I did. Protocol or whatever. <laughs> oh, how I wish I did. Just, just in case you talk to anybody again, just... Um, you know, I thought maybe uh, a few more people you can pass along their yeah. uh, disgruntled <laughs> attitude because of the way they communicated it. Yeah. You know? And the other thing that people so, don't understand, I don't think, is why is the city of Plymouth allowing this Robert Henry company to do the things you got nothing how they to do with it. They don't ask our permission. I mean, this is utility. They kind of do what they want. Override. Yep. And we want them to do this upgrade, but it's all comes down to courtesy. There are so many things in life that come down to courtesy. And when you know the phrase common courtesy, I think has totally Gone out the window. Yeah. I don't know that there is any oh, common I courtesy. I would totally agree with that. Yeah. So. And it's really pitiful, in my opinion, that it has gotten that way. But you know. Yeah. It is what it is, and so. But I, I I'm sitting here listening to what you're saying. It's like, oh, I I have to call because yeah. we were. Uh, again, we're we're grateful for the fact that our power was restored in just a little over an hour. But the fact that they turned it off about 40 minutes, at least 40 to 45 minutes before they were supposed to was also, I mean, we weren't home, but our neighbors were. When we got home, they were sitting out on their deck because it was cooler out there because their power had gone off, I, like you said, about 10, 15. Yeah. And so it's like, uh, it, you know, we, we hurried to get back home so that we would be here in time to get everything going for us and for them. And they'd already shut up. We couldn't get um, the garage door uh, opener as a battery backup. So we didn't really realize it uh, until we pulled in the garage that the power was already off, except for um, there weren't any street lights on. We thought it was kind of weird but yet the garage door went up when we got home but it it was working off the battery backup so that explained that i need to check my garage door i wonder if it has a battery backup i don't even know Hmm. well i have to look because i thought now i'm trapped in here (laughs) can't go anywhere (laughs) it's crazy how dependent we are oh yeah yeah for well, everything. yeah, but I mean, even if you, you you can still lift them manually if necessary. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's okay. True. So I'm I'm done complaining now. Well, 
<laughs> I'm right there uh -huh. with you, Judy, so it's okay. I'm glad that it came back on quickly for you. I just, you know, my, when it first came out, my thought is if I was in that area that was going to go off, I would have been long asleep before it went off. And then it wouldn't have mattered to me. If I was sound asleep by the time that, you know, it shut off, then I just slept through it. But not when it happened 40 minutes before it was supposed to. Right. Exactly. So. On another note, um, I just wanted to mention that next month I will be going to visit the Kindred Spirit mailbox oh. in South Carolina. Very cool. Take pictures. Send me pictures. Oh, I will. Yeah. Well, I won't, but yep. hopefully. Um, and I, I'm planning to write up something to put in it. Good deal. And leave behind. Good. That's exciting. Yep. It's still on the table. I'm not, I'm not, I haven't abandoned that project. So I promise it'll, we're working towards it. So. Well, I, I will, I've been wondering, you know, cause it's been a year ago. Um, and, you know, uh, I thought maybe it might have something to do with COVID. Yeah, it being, does. Um, you know, people would be touching the, the box and, and putting things in it with, you know, but so, you know, I'm just trying to be patient. I appreciate that. So, haven't, haven't given up hope yet. Good things come to those but who wait. I'm excited. Gonna... I'm sorry? Good things come to those who wait. So, well. Uh, somebody tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting a very long time for some good things, but mm -hmm. I think we all have. Yeah. All righty. Well, y'all have a great uh, Wednesday. Well, thank you and, for calling uh, in and letting us know about your... Nipsco experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. All righty. Thanks a lot for letting me babble. No yep. problem. Have, Have a, a good, good week. You too. All right. Mm -hmm. Bye bye. <laughs> well, that was uh, the other thing because you know when it happened so early, it was like this can't be that, and then I find out from because of then of course I go on our social media because I knew what it was gonna say. Yeah. And sure enough, there was people like, we weren't ready. I Yeah, I know. Neither yeah. was I. Because it wasn't supposed to even happen in my house. Right. But then I got an email later after it had come back on. They said that there was a tree that fell on the lines by Dollar General. What tree? Uh, what tree by Dollar General? But whatever. I don't know. I don't know. There are trees by... Dollar General, are Not anymore. It fell down. Uh, it fell down. There you go. There you go. I just the other day came to the conclusion that you just can't get anywhere in, in the city right now. Just lock up your car and just sit and wait. Uh, you can't go anywhere. You can't get anywhere. And I, I remember thinking about it. I said, you, you, and I got mixed feelings about that because I want 
improvements. Yeah. I want it, and they have to disrupt things to do. But I'm thinking about stuff like, okay, you got Comcast digging here. You got Surf digging there. You got Nipsco over here. You got, I mean, there's like every crew in the universe has decided this particular period of time is when we're going to do all of our work. Yep. And why can't, and the communication issue, why can't they talk to each other and say, hey, we're going to be here. Oh, okay, we'll start over here. But no, we, we've got them all, and, and I'm like, and they, they're private companies. They don't have to communicate with each other, and it's probably out of line for me to think they should because they've got other things to do other than find out what another utility is doing. But at the same time, I'm thinking, like, I can't be the only one who is just at the point where I'm just going to park it and watch because I can't go anywhere. Um, we need to just get all this stuff done before yeah, the Blueberry Festival and, so we don't have to add to that mayhem, right? And the other part is do what I did and just calm yourself and realizes, realize that if it was you sitting there taking that phone call and somebody screaming at, well, why don't you know what Surf's doing? Yeah. You say, well, I work for NIMSCO. I don't have any idea what they're doing and who sir uh, who would who would i why would i think to talk because they don't communicate with each other about when they're going to do a project mm -hmm. I, so you know i i i i just have to uh okay somebody since we're since this is the traffic channel we got guests we'll get to them here in just a second we got a text that highway 17 they say must be closed somewhere by Pretty Lake Church because the traffic down Ninth Road is crazy. So if you're near Ninth Road, it might be a good idea to find another one. Oh, and here's another one. Uh, they they're corroborating your story about the tree. Yeah. Yeah, they saw one of them with a chainsaw. <laughs> oh. Okay. So well, usually that in our was neighborhood, the down tree. Usually it's a suicidal. Um, Squirrel, squirrel yeah that throws himself into yeah. the, tr the transmitters but <laughs> transmitter whatever that no that's not it's not called a transmitter what is it called uh transformer transformer I think. thank yeah. you transmitter yeah. is a radio term yeah transformer yeah. is a electric <laughs> term okay oh my god we'll stop now let's, we'll stop let's, let's get on to something good have some guests yeah let's that. get on to something good uh we have uh uh larry and uh, sherry Ooh, that rhymes. There we go. You're like a comedy team over there. You, you ever think of doing that? Maybe when the blueberry thing is over, just doing the... All right, I, that didn't go over real well. Yeah, so no. we'll, we'll, I, I'm <laughs> taking that as a no. <laughs> we'll, we'll move on here real quickly. We got a prize to give away, too. Uh, it's, but between the two of them, a banker and a bus driver, you have well, got you to have great There'd be some stories. great stories. I'm sure. Would, yeah, it would have to be. Uh, anyway, we've got a parking pass and four entry passes to the Indianapolis Zoo. That's a great it zoo. It is a great prize. Gr yeah, you're right. It is a great zoo. Um, so we're going to send you to the zoo. Uh, and it's good until the 30th of September. Well, at least the parking is. Let me check the tickets. Yep, same thing. So uh, you got free parking and four passes to the Indianapolis Zoo. We're going to give that to caller That's number. That's worth quite a bit. Oh, it is. Yeah. Caller number five at 936-4096. 936-4096. Caller five 
is going to get uh, get to go to the zoo for the day. So uh, start dialing. The Belmart BP station at the corner of Michigan and Jefferson Streets in downtown Plymouth not only provides BP fuel to keep you moving down the road, but they can also keep you moving throughout the day. Some gas can cause nasty dirt deposits to build up on critical engine parts, dragging your fuel economy down and leading to unexpected trips to the mechanic. All grades of BP gasoline have Invigorator, a cleaning agent that helps defend your engine against dirt to give you more miles to the tank, and that means more easygoing for you. And how about the fuel you put in your own tank? The Belmart BP station has Gatorade Thirst Quencher, two for $3.50, or the new Buy a Boost. It's a Wonder Water, a plant-based energy drink, two for $4. Check out the Belmart Coffee Bar with hyper-caffeinated Jamaica Me Crazy, Blueberry Muffin, or Decaf Coffee. Plymouth Belmart BP opens at 4 a.m. for all you early birds. Every week, The Conspiracy Show explores life's unexplained mysteries because there's more to this world than what we can see, hear, taste, touch, and smell. There are secrets and hidden agendas. Hi, this is Richard Serrett, host of The Conspiracy Show. Whether it's paranormal and supernatural phenomena, the UFO ET phenomenon, amazing conspiracies, remarkable mysteries, we'll talk about it all right here on The Conspiracy Show. Get your conspiracy fix every Sunday night here on WTCA at 10 p.m. You want to know what's going on in Marshall County? Just reach for the Pilot News. Local government, people, and places. Since 1851, the Pilot News has been Marshall County's only daily local newspaper. So when you want to know what's happening around town, pick up the Pilot News. Call 936-3101 today and have everything in Marshall County delivered to your doorstep. The Pilot News. A wide variety. Difference is good. FM 106.1 at AM 1050. My station. WTCA. WTCA. How about you? You, you, you can come to, to, to. We're going to the zoo, zoo, zoo. Mama's taking us to the zoo tomorrow. Zoo tomorrow. Mama's taking us to the zoo tomorrow. We can stay all day. We'll go to the zoo, zoo, zoo. How about you? You, you, you can come too, too, too. We're going to the zoo, zoo, zoo. See the elephant with a long trunk swinging, the great big ears. Let your voice be heard. Give us a call now at 574-936-4096 for What's Your Opinion? Now, back to Kathy and Rusty. I think this is a zoo. Are you referring to us? That we're in a zoo? <laughs> this is us. Please, no, because back when I started in this business, you, it's the morning zoo on WTC. Let's get wild and crazy. Yeah, that crazy crap. Let's not do that. No, let's not do that. We used to make fun of it. We've come a long way. In some ways. Uh, not in all. Brandy is going to the zoo. So, Brandy, thanks for playing our Have little game. Have a good time. Have a good time because uh, zoo is a good place. They have a great dolphin show. Do they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially when it's hot. You want to go to the dolphin show because it's inside and it's cool. Okay. Yeah. I'll remember that next time I'm down at the zoo. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, as we mentioned before... Uh, Larry Falstich, Sherry Martin with us from, uh, I imagine you guys feel like you're in a zoo sometimes at this point of the year. Uh, 
blueberry festival time coming up how are you guys doing we're doing great thanks rusty <laughs> so um i'm just gonna throw it out there questions right every day we get someone are they gonna have the blueberry festivals here are they gonna and you are moving ahead this is going to happen as of right now correct is there a contingency plan of where it may not happen? Not not that I'm aware of. I mean, uh, the health department was at the last meeting, and they just asked us some questions of what we were doing, and um, that was all that was said. Oh, good. Now, I imagine there's going to be some precaution. I'm sure you'll have hand sure. sanitizer and stuff like that available for folks. Yep, we have several things going on to uh, uh, as precautions, and uh, and also it's an outdoor event. Right. Um, so that obviously helps. Um, so I think we'll be great. And, uh, and as far as uh, indications, uh, Sherry's uh, uh, really selling quite a few mega passes already. Oh. So that's a great, great sign that the people are ready to have some fun. And raise some uh, good money for nonprofits in our area. If they can have Lollapalooza in Chicago, I think we can have the Blueberry Festival in Plymouth, Indiana. I mean, seriously. I think it's a little... What's wrong with Lollapalooza? Well, we don't have time for all that. There's a list. But anyway. It's hard to believe I'm older than you are. And I, I like Lollapalooza. I think it's a... Anyway, all right, we'll move on. I like the Blueberry Festival, Mega passes. Too. Let's mega talk about passes. mega passes. Mega passes are the big thing. Sherry, you're selling a lot of mega passes? We are. We've um, had, we opened up on Thursday the 12th, and we have had record sales. So really? Far. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I was surprised because over the last few years, you know, you had a few and a few, and, and the first day we just sat there like... <laughs> Okay. So. so for those who don't know, explain a mega pass. A mega pass is a pass that is good anytime the carnival is running the whole weekend of the festival. And they sell for $60 and it's unlimited rides and it's one of the only ways to go out there. Um, if you're going to be out there all weekend, it's the only way to go. We also sell POPs, which are pay one price, which is um twenty dollars at our office and you buy your wristband and you pick the day that you want and there's certain times on that day that the wristbands are good and you don't have to pick your day when you come in you can go home and figure out what day you're going to go out there and use it that day but the wristbands are good on friday um, thursday and friday from five to ten on saturday Sunday and Monday from 10 in the morning until 5 in the afternoon. So you get a lot of writing then. There's just certain hours where the mega pass is good the whole time the carnival is open. You know, people are probably like, $60. Yeah. But if you've ever been to a carnival with a kid, mm -hmm. you know, you know, so like, I don't know. It's been a long time since I was involved with well, Blueberry. Like a, a single sheet. ticket is a dollar fifty or something. If you buy a sheet of tickets and maybe you've got twenty tickets on there, and you go to the first ride and four tickets for that ride, yeah. yeah. So you end up getting like maybe three or four rides. If you've got two kids, you get even less yeah. because it takes eight tickets for that ride. For you yeah. Know. So the mega passes and the POPs are the way to go. Yeah, I even buy a mega pass for my grandkids from Indianapolis, and they're usually there one day, mm -hmm. and it's still it saves in the it long run. It saves save me money. money. Yeah, 
Yeah. So, and it has to have a picture on it, right? So right. it can't and like you can't just buy one for one family. No, and there's no. It's each one has to have their own pass, and there are three ways for a picture. You can bring the child in with you, and we have a camera and take a picture. You can bring a school picture or you know a three by five, and we can take it off of that. Or if you have a nice picture on your phone, I can you know enlarge the picture yeah. and um, take it off the phone too. So there's three ways that. Oh well. So grandparents can come in if you got a birthday coming up or something. Grandparents can come in and get it and put it in the birthday card, and the the child doesn't even know it because we've used a picture off the phone. That's cool. So. I'd- I bought a lot of mega passes in my time. Oh yeah, me too. <clears throat> yeah. Bought a lot of mega passes in yeah. my time. So. I still haven't gotten one for me. But I need to do that. I've said this a hundred thousand times. I love that carnival. I could ride those things all day myself. Well, we're open until five thirty, so you can I'm, come down today. <laughs> see, my problem though, Sherry, has always been is that how creepy would it be for this sixty-year-old man to be walking around? You'd be su- no, you'd be surprised how many adults do buy them. Have well, you never been yeah. to the Blueberry Festival? See, yeah. there's a lot of creepy old men on rides. <laughs> Except that in the past, I always had kids with me. So they're, yeah. oh, yeah, this is my child. Yep, yep, I'm a, I'm a dad. You can <clears throat> borrow one. I'm, I'm just sure. here with a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just love those things. Yeah. Um, and I think everybody does. I was always happy when they went because I got to go with them. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so how long can you get those again? I mean, it's limited okay. time. Uh, they are on sale for $60 through August 28th. Okay. And on uh, Monday, uh, they that m- following Monday, they will go up to 65 for the last three days. We're done selling them September 1st, which is Wednesday. So they will not be available out at the festival, the uh, mega passes. Right. The POPs will be, but they will cost you $8 more. You can get them at the office for 20 You pay $28 out there. And um, this Saturday and next Saturday, um, the 21st and the 28th of August, we will be open um, from 9 to 1. Our normal business hours are 9 to 5.30. Okay. Uh, so. Very good. So get okay. out and get your mega pass because you've got a limited time. Um, I, I love those things. And you're right. They really do save you a lot of money. Oh, yeah. And a lot of money. And think of the, the joy of your kids. My kids were just, well, that was the highlight of the year for them. We're going to get a mega pass today. Yeah. So it's a big deal. I always feel bad when I was on Blueberry. The, the kids would come and like, I lost my mega pass. Oh. Do you have it? You know, no, I don't. You know, you got to be. Be diligent about yeah. hanging on to that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most of the parents are taking them as soon as we get done and we hand them. <laughs> um, one Yesterday, one little girl had three of them, and she was looking at them, and she walk, kept, walked out the door, and her mother yelled at her and come back, and she had flipped one under a table there by our door, and she didn't even know she'd lost it. Oh. The mother had seen it. Oh, wow. So we had, you know, we had the mega... <laughs> She says, that's it. Give them to me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we aren't even at the park yet, and you've lost one. Yeah, you've one. lost it already. Yeah. So. Oh, we used to, fortunately, being in the media, I have all these lanyards you put passes in, so we'd tie those to our mm-hmm. kids with those little clips yeah. and everything else. So. Well, we don't use those out there now. We, we don't want them getting caught right. you know, that way or anything. But we've got um, – it's uh, the same – um, carnival coming and Larry will talk about that on the carnivals because on the carnival and 
Yeah, it's great to have a carnival like North American Midway, uh, the same carnival that does the Indiana State Fair, the St. Joe County Fair, the Elkhart County Fair. I mean, they're well-known for their quality, their cleanliness, uh, their staff. Their um, staff is uh, uh, checked uh, for temperature every day. And, you know, it's just good quality um, ownership um, from Blake uh, Houston that, uh, that we can do that and get a festival like that um, like the Blueberry Festival here in Plymouth, Indiana, to host a North American Midway Carnival because they're they're known all over the Midwest and the South. Now, have you worked with them before this? Probably, in- I've worked with them you know, probably uh, fifteen years. You know, okay. I've been uh, chairman of the carnival with uh, with this same company, and uh, they've merged here and done this and done that. But it's basically the same company, the the Houston family, and. Uh, uh, it's a great company to work with, and they're top-notch. See, it's interesting because uh, you mentioned 15 years ago, and I don't want to cast aspersions on anybody, but there seemed to be a real jump up, at least in the kind of rides and stuff like that, about 15 years ago when they came on. Right, and we you know, we um, doubled the size there, and then we uh, uh, have worked very hard on the um, small children's side mm-hmm. of the, of the uh, carnival and making it as safe and clean and comfortable to take a stroller through there and and let your kids you know have some fun uh, the older kids have some fun and it's 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 been a great uh, thing to see it come up and rise every year in sales um every year for about the past uh, five years uh, the gross ticket sales have gone up and that just means the community knows that it's a, a good event to go to you make a good point there's the kids side too mm-hmm. so you know you don't have to deal with they're never tall enough for the ride you just take them over to the end where they're always going to be able to get on well definitely you don't run into any uh you know teenagers obviously we have security <laughs> there and so by separating the two sides uh, and you know again you still have a height restriction on a lot of the rides um no matter where you are but still um it uh you don't have any teenagers running around and and so on in that kitty section because they don't want to be there and the kids like having a part for themselves, right. too. I mean, the little right. guys. So right. it's always a, a good thing to have out there. Well, there's more than the carnival going on. I mean, you guys, tell me about how this is going. What's what's coming up? Well, we have a lot of things going on at, at that are as usual. C-League tournaments, B-League tournaments. We have the uh, – there's a bike cruise. There's a um, blueberry sp- splash uh Swimming, uh, I mean, there's all kinds of things going on outside the park. Inside the park, um, there's a, um, this year we're having a pickleball tournament. Uh, for those who are not familiar with that, it's just a, basically a shorter court, different paddles. And it was very successful throughout the Midwest. Bremen just had it for their 4th of July festival, right. and it was very successful. So we're having it at the Blueberry Festival. And, and obviously our goal at the Blueberry Festival is to uh, – you know, continue to bring in events to, uh, that are family orientated. Uh, this year's theme is faith, family, and farming. So, you know, we're um, a free event um, to come into. Uh, there's no alcohol in, in at the event, so it is a great place to bring your family and and have some enjoyment. That's um, you mentioned the athletic part of it. I mean, it, that's the diversity of things to do. I mean, it just seems to me there is literally something for everybody to do during this weekend yep there's arm wrestling i mean you know there it just goes on and on the different uh there's some paintball going on uh at the festival this year so there's a little bit of everything for everybody and of course the food's back the food court is full um the you know so we're all looking forward to a little of that food and then eat healthy on tuesday (laughs) 
Who is the musical headliner this year? You know, I don't know if I have that um, uh, list with me. I'm sorry. Okay. I know on Friday night, um, the Ball Brothers are going to yeah. be there. It's going to be a free concert, and that is going to be at the amphitheater. Oh, great. Um, unfortunately, I'm, I am not with the entertainment, but I do know that the yeah, Ball Brothers are going to be they're there. They're bringing in extra bleachers for that Friday, Friday night, night at the amphitheater. The yeah. other thing on Friday night to go to is the little miss and mister right yeah that's that, so that is cute. up still, still that cool. will be on fr up front at 5 30 and i think karen said the ball brothers i think start maybe at 7 30 might yeah. be but um bring your own you know you can come bring your own bag chair your blanket there will be bleachers but not enough for yeah. what yeah, check out know. our website um, yeah, you know it's and, all, everything's listed uh, everything's there. listed there of what's going on the entire weekend and the uh it'll be uh, uh, some good entertainment and again all that entertainment's free all weekend there is uh three stages still or is mm -hmm. it correct okay. three so, stages um the one is right up front um michigan street right mm -hmm. by the uh uh, uh skate park um, then Jefferson Street stage is still over there. That's Jefferson correct. School, and right then, next to yeah. Booth One. And then the amphitheater. So you got uh, now the amphitheater is gospel music. At least it has been in the past. Is that what it's going to be You're again? Right. Yes. And that goes on all weekend. Yes. Um, so uh, Little Miss and Mister is up front. You said. Yeah. Michigan Street at? stage. Michigan Street stage. Yeah, Five thirty p.m. Okay. Um, so all kinds of entertainment. Uh, you know, are they are they going to have the? Uh, they used to have a skate, uh, like they had some skaters come in. They had like a skateboard contest. No skate, no skateboard, no skateboard this time. Not, not this year, okay. but again, you know, just like the dog show, some things come and then right. they're gone for a couple of years, yeah. and then we get them back in. And uh, and uh, you know, there's always been a tennis tournament, but this year that didn't work. So then we went to the pickleball. Um, so um, we just keep trying to mix it up and offer some you know some good things to do for everybody. Yeah, I know my son was in the skateboard thing a couple of right. times. Uh, and then uh, pickleball. Have you ever played that? I have never. I've seen it played a lot <laughs> um, at the Lifeplex, um, but I've never played it myself. So I can understand why people do that. I mean, if you haven't seen it, get out there. To, it's at the tennis courts, I'm right. assuming. Right. Uh, get out there and see it. It's really interesting. I, they got the paddles, and it's like they hit wiffle balls. It's just really interesting to watch. Uh, but that's going on. Is that all weekend, or is that just one particular day? No, it, it goes on for several days in okay. the tournament. Yeah, and again, you can go to the website and try to register if you wish and and join. Um, the, it's um, it's being ran by a, a group of people from Michigan who uh, ran Bremen's, and you know they've done this over and over again. They have a a good email list to go from, and and that's what we're hoping that that's a successful event this year. It's becoming extremely popular everywhere. Right. I know right. Bremen has its own league, mm -hmm. so uh, they play all year. I think there's one I here think, too. Yeah, I think there's yeah. one at the park. Mm -hmm. And I just went to the website and looked, and just to kind of caution everybody, be a little patient. The entertainment schedule's not up there yet. Okay. But just I'm sure that Karen is working frantically to get those <laughs> things up there. So yeah. just. Be a little patient. You've got a little time, and I'm sure that it'll be up there soon. So just keep checking that website. Um, Laura, I'd like to make one uh, request. Um, Blueberry is looking for workers for our vendors, and you might be in food, craft, commercial. Um, the hours could be temporary, like helping set up and tear down, or it could be full-time during the festival, depending on the vendor. 
um, and you can call or visit the Blueberry office to be added to the list. Um, a background check will be needed and will be at Blueberry's expense. And um, people 16 to 18 um, will need uh, parent permission mm -hmm. to work out there. Um, the office is located at 233 East Jefferson Street next to the lodge, or the phone number is 936-5020, and you can talk to Karen yep. about that. And um, But they're looking, we've got vendors coming in, and because of the COVID and things, they don't, some of them need help right. um, getting their people are not with them this year or something. And so they need help setting up and selling over the weekend. So, yeah, that's and, and they pay good. So a shortage of employees everywhere. Or, as you yeah. Know. It's not, yeah. So, and it's not like they can just close one day because they don't have employees. Right. right. You know, they're here so, for five days and they need to, they need work. the help. So, um, we always, there was always stagehands that got hired um, as well. Yes, that's so. taken care of with the entertainment and the stage people. Yeah. So that, I think, is that's probably already been filled. But these are, um, I know a couple of our board members, uh, kids, would work with different vendors and, and make some money. So yeah. if so you if haven't you, got any, it's a good way to be out You want to be at the festival and make some money. Right. So that works. Okay. Works for me. Maybe you can do that as a side job, Rusty. Oh yeah, I've got so much time. <laughs> well, you could yeah. probably um, pay for your mega pass. Uh, you know, yeah. buy it, buy it yeah. now, and then you can replenish See? your checking account. Then. <laughs> hmm, he's thinking about that now. That actually kind of sold me a little bit. Uh, that's a possibility. <laughs> you know, it depends on which of the booths. Now, there's some of the booths that I probably might not want to work in as you much know. as the others. You know. Oh, I don't know. The, uh, most of our been. Well, I shouldn't say most, but most of the vendors are good people. You know, like they're, they're just like us, and they come in. This is their business. Mm -hmm. It's what they do. Um, some of, you know, we don't sell snakes or things like that. No so. throwing stars. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You know, we're very careful about what's sold, so it's, I would say all the booths are safe to work in. So. That's got to be disappointing because we have such a huge ninja population yeah, should, in yeah. Plymouth. Well, <laughs> I, when I was on the board, that was a big, big, that was a problem. Where I mean, am I going to get my throwing stars now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah throwing stars and counterfeit purses. Mm -hmm. yeah. Those were the couple of big problems the years yeah. that I was on the board. I remember last year when this, we had, let's not remember last year much, but I, I felt for these, because I know some folks who, this is how they make their living. And to not have that. I mean, what do you replace that with? These mm -hmm. folks that are in these these vendors, that's that's what yeah, they do. Some of it's the their job. Have uh, gone out of business because they, yep. you know, the COVID pandemic shut them down. Yeah, don't and forget so, about the nonprofits too. Right? Right. Oh yeah, you know, you know, yeah. So many and, nonprofits here in Marshall County uh, benefit from the festival. We we offer them a venue, and then they have to really get the volunteers yeah. and work hard. But there's a lot of and it was uh, still a lot of nonprofits. It was uh, rough on boost. them last year. And, you know, you mentioned the food court earlier. That's what I was going to mention. There is the section there. That is all non nonprofit right. folks. Correct. Mm -hmm. uh, right there, right by Jefferson, right. I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, and their fee to get in is uh, uh, substantially less than the commercial vendors. Yeah. I heard um, that the Lions Club is not selling corn this year. Yeah. Is that the case? Mm-hmm. That was the, like the best corn ever. It was, and yeah. I was disappointed in that too. But they have um, 
you know, their membership is getting smaller. And so yeah. uh, this is the La Paz Lions are the ones that are yeah. not. Yeah, and it's just hard yeah. to find uh, volunteers. I you mean, know. Um, it's I never hard, knew. Just like employees, it just seems yeah. like there's less and less people that want to volunteer. Yeah. Yep. So that's kind of a bummer, but mm -hmm. I'm sure that there'll be something to and replace it. You know, the blueberry was built. <laughs> Have a donut. The, yeah. <laughs> the, build, the blueberry was built on volunteerism. So oh, yeah. we we need the volunteers. We need to have them. Well, I mean, just just to put it on. I mean, all you guys are volunteers, yes. but you know, it it was also built on those nonprofits. It was to make them some money right. for their all the stuff they do in the community. Well, talking about that, does the Blueberry Festival need help in setup and takedown? Do you still need volunteers? We definitely, uh, you could call the office and talk to them about helping out um, the weekend there before the festivals when we start setting up. And, and there's always uh, some people that come and ask if they can help. Also, uh, uh, I think we're working uh, um, with the sheriff's uh, office um, to get some help from there. So, it, you know, it def definitely takes, you're, you're building a little mini city out there in a week. Yeah. So you really need to get it all put together. You got to get the trams ready. You got to get everything rolling and and ready to go. And we we uh, have done a good job of organization, but we always need volunteers. Well, I, just take a look at the turnover in your volunteers. So you two have been with the festival for what? It's got to be decades uh, now. I yep. mean, I, th I think I think Long we're time. young enough. It's only been like four or five <laughs> <I> years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know. But about I tell you, I've never seen you out there a long time. I think Rusty, you have to appreciate is the city of Plymouth's help. Um, uh, they've been great. The park, uh, park department, and Mike Height have always supported us. Uh, so I really appreciate that, and that, that's really what makes it. Uh, we we obviously try to make sure that the the city is not putting on the festival. All the costs goes through the Blueberry, and that's why you have the carnival, so you can raise the money to pay the bills. Uh, and keep it free, and that's what we're trying to do. And the city and Mike Height and the Park Department has been very supportive of us in the past. Yeah, I don't think – I think people believe that it just magically <laughs> sets itself up and they magically just get to go to this great festival, and that's not the case. There's no. a lot of hard work. that mm -hmm. you know, somebody asked one time, so when do you start planning for the next Blueberry Festival? Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it starts on Tuesday. I went into a store to buy some paper towels or something, and I had my shirt on, and it was like the week before festival, and the lady says, so are you starting to plan now? And I'm like, uh, no. Yeah, for next year. <laughs> it's already done, planned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um. Uh, I was going to talk. I wanted to talk about security too, because you you got a lot of people that pitch in on that from all the departments. From man, I don't know how exactly how far away, but I've seen them from pretty far away pitch in to help uh, making sure everybody is is safe too. Mm -hmm. Sure, we do. A, we have a great security system set up. Uh, Winona Lake. Uh, you were talking about far away. They they you know the people from there. Uh, a lot of off duty police officers. Uh, help out over the weekend and uh, and there's a good budget for that um, but uh, you still need to get them and and we, and we, we can get that done so um, I think it's a good safe festival and it's been that way for several years yeah that was the point I was going to make I mean uh, how long have I been here and I don't recall oh, please where's the I don't recall an incident mm -hmm. I mean I mean anything any tiny thing that happens that's taken care of and isolated and gone. You don't really have to. 
it's it's amazing that you have all these people in one spot for this di- and and it's safe for your family you don't have mm-hmm. to worry about anything it's just taken care of yeah we had some great emts that uh that work for us out there over the weekend so you you have that protection you have the police protection and and that's kind of um you know we rent um i believe it's 12 different lights um, with the four lights on top of their self-lighting right. generators, just like you see on construction sites to help light up the park in, in the evening and at night to make it safer. So uh, lighting is so important in safety, and, and I think we do a, a good job of trying to knock out those blind spots, those dark spots. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just an don't need to worry about your family. That makes a lot of difference to a lot of folks, especially nowadays when so much right. stuff is going on you hear about. So... Uh, um so what like i said you guys have been with us a while what's the high in your estimation what's the highlight of this year's festival what is the thing you're not going to miss well obviously always a key is the is the fireworks um, oh yeah you know there's yep. a tremendous budget for the fireworks and uh, uh this year i believe the budget's thirty four thousand, and uh, it's a great fireworks show um you know, so and come enjoy that. Uh, spread out your blankets and leave some space between each other, and and have a good time. And uh, th- that's always. And don't don't be in a big rush to get home uh, because it, I, there's no way to prevent uh, the traffic after the fireworks. Right, it is what it is. Um, but it uh, but we do offer if you get caught in there and you uh, can't walk out. Um, you know, we do offer free rides to the high school parking lot. Uh, from the golf carts, um, from the volunteers to help uh, those um, that need help to get out. So that's also available. But the highlight, obviously, normally is the uh, grand finale of the fireworks. Oh, when, yeah. When you just lose sight of everything there for about 30 seconds. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I guess in recent years, it's been, well, which one is the grand finale? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it got, got them all the way through the show. And people, if you come out on Sunday, remember that the trams stop running. Do you remember what time that is? You know, it's around 6 p.m. Around yeah, because the crowd's PM. there by Butu, there where the uh, Kitty's Carnival is. Uh, you know, get too thick to run a tram through. So, so but um, um, but you know, we've added some. Uh, we've added an extra day, Friday all day. The the whole festival's open. We've tried to spread that out to keep the crowds spread out and uh, to be more friendly. Um, to the you know to the environment and uh, and being safe for everyone so I think we we've planned uh, some good things to help uh, as I said the carnival has a, a two-page guideline here of how they're handling uh, the cleanliness of the rides and their workers and uh, that's why I appreciate about that carnival their workers are always clean help helpful to get the young children off and on the rides if they need help and that type of thing so I think we planned it uh, about as well as we can plan it yeah so is Thursday night going to be like the Marshall County night then, or no? If you can call it that, I mean, it's going to be open. Uh, yeah, it's open from 5 to ten, five to 9 on the uh, f- festival side, yeah, okay. and 5 to 10 on the carnival side. So we're going to be there. We're going to be open, and um, come on out and check the booths out. That's a good time to walk through without any, any crowds or anything going on and, uh, and go from there. Based on the Mega Pass thing, I bet you guys are expecting a record crowd all the way around, aren't you? Yeah, I think we're we're expecting uh, from talking to Blake, um, the owner of the carnival. You know, they've they've done very well everywhere they've been this year because there's this kind of like a pin up demand to get outside and have some fun, and the carnival is a good way to do that. So, and I think the whole festival will uh, hopefully uh, 
um, be just as successful as the carnival's been at the different county fairs. Is there any changes that you've made this year you want people to know about and any any of the ways things are done, or is it just business as usual? I think it's uh, pretty much business as usual. We're going to put some traffic signs out to try to direct people to the high school parking lot. Uh, as you know, um, that uh, money helps to fund 10, I think it's 10 different organizations yep. there at the high school and the Moose and the Blueberry. We, we you know, So um, there'll be signs out there on the highways of how to get there. Uh, we're a little concerned, as you were just mentioning, about uh, 30 and 31 having uh, construction. Um, but it seems to be the key, whether you go here or in Annapolis, it's uh, all the way to Annapolis, there's construction. Right. So it's not just Plymouth, Indiana. Um, but then, you know, we'll have some signs out there to help direct people. I'm a little more concerned about 30 when it comes to traffic. <laughs> they need to finish that up now. They were out there um, asphalting yesterday. Good. So Good. hopefully, hopefully <laughs> yeah. they're going to be done. See, and I think they're aware because I know they've done construction up here before. And it's like, yeah, we got to be done by that weekend. Yeah. <laughs> or at least gonna... able to pull the, yeah. all the... Oh, at least barriers. open them up so yeah. that the roads yeah. are, yeah. yeah. I don't know, when way. Blueberry starts coming, so does the construction. It always <laughs> seems like we get hit <laughs> with yeah. something, some kind of project. Yeah, Nipsco wanted to do a electrical project down at River Park Square this month. And I'm like, mm. no, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> not this month. Mm-hmm. You can do that after the Blueberry Festival because between Mayor's Month and Music, and then it's like, no, you're not messing yeah. with my electric. Mm-hmm. The sad part is, is, you know, it's a Labor Day already, so it's a fast summer, a lot of things going on, and, uh, and this is your chance to get out there for that last go-round, um, because who knows, little white flakes will be falling down here before we even know it. <laughs> uh, um, I want to make the point, too, I mean, there might be people who, most people are going to know the festival, they know all about it, but I think sometimes you get out there and people from out of town are shocked that it's free. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't cost you to get in, which is extremely unique. Yeah. Um, most festivals, there's an entry fee, and here you just walk in. We're perfectly fine. Right, and it, and I think that's a, a key to, to organizing the budget and working with the budget uh, and being successful in the carnival and raising that money so we can keep it free. You're going to pay to park at the high school, um, but that's per car. That's not per person. And then also, you know, that gets split up against uh, several nonprofit organizations. So that's a good thing all the way around. And you get a free tram ride into the festival. So I do think it's a a free festival and it's an alcohol-free festival, you know, and we've been able to keep it that way. I don't know if that will continue down the road when I'm off the board or wherever. But right now it's a family-friendly festival and that's what we're after. And we're trying to prove here in Plymouth that you can still run one of those and be uh, be positive um, on the budget. And, well, that you know, would little, take little... an ordinance change, too. If they wanted to serve alcohol, that's going to have to have an ordinance change. <laughs> yeah. Because it says in the city's ordinance that there's no alcohol in the parks on Labor Day. There you go. So, so. it would be easier, not as easy as just, oh, yeah, let's have a beer garden. Well, you'd need a little bit more a little bit more uh, push than that to get that done. Yeah, and if there, if you see a beer garden, it's not ours. You know, it, it'd be off <laughs> yeah. the city. It'd yeah. be out of the park. Yeah, because well, there was some... one there two years ago yeah. um, over by the old Choops uh, Symphony's restaurant. Had nothing to do with blueberry. Right. Well, somebody asked me, "Hey, I heard there's going to be a beer garden down in the tractor pull area." No, no, <laughs> not happening. No. Well, so why? We're, we're good how, there. How could you put one down there? Why would you put one down? Oh, well, yeah, there? it just. 
So they don't. Anyway. They have to fall up the hill. Well, the problem is <laughs> <laughs> you're already at the bottom. So how much worse could it get? How much worse can it get? <laughs> yeah. The problem you have is obviously these budgets are just crazy. Uh, yeah. You know, just a trivia fact: the uh, the port Portage on budget's thirty two thousand. I mean, uh, people would find that hard to believe, but it's true. Anybody who has put on just well, Laura, just a concert knows that it's enormously expensive to have yeah. any kind of an event, mm-hmm. let alone yeah. one this size. I mean, thirty so. some thousand for the port. I'm sure the entertainment is expensive. Everything. Do you care? Would you? Can you tell the entire budget? Would you share that with us? I don't have it with me. I'm sorry, Laura. Okay. um, But um, it's usually somewhere between six hundred and seventy-five thousand to, depending on what we're doing. I know the the um, the fiftieth. We had a budget of 800 and some thousand. So it just depends. But yeah. we did a lot more for the 50th that we're, we're, right. we're not doing. Well, I, I, I just don't think people understand it's that. It's in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. I think that they believe that, you know, that the Blueberry Festival is flush with cash and they're, you know, it's such a great big moneymaker for the Blueberry Festival. It's like, no, mm-hmm. that's not how that is. This, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this festival is put on to help all the non-profits right you know that's why we're board members and that's why we're volunteering right to uh, help the community and uh and again not to give donations away so much as to offer a venue where if you want to work hard and you're a local non-profit you can make some money right yep now uh you guys are also not-for-profit organization aren't you right sure so there are very strict rules about how much money you actually can have have. yeah sure so Every- and you know it really hurt us last year not to have a festival uh, um, uh, financially, but we're we're still sound and uh, we're going to have a great festival this year to 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 help up on the reserves and so I think we'll be fine. Um, we just uh, need to have a, a good fun festival this year. Well, I think everybody's ready for that too. Yeah. Uh, what okay? One of my favorite. What about balloons? Are they going to be back or not? Sure, the hot air balloons will be there. There'll be a balloon glow before the fireworks. Um, there's several times that they're, I believe, uh, Saturday night and possibly Sunday early, they're going to have some tethering out there where they have one or two balloons where you can pay to go up, you know, 25, right. 35, 45 feet, whatever the line is. And then they pull you back down just so you get a feel of, of when they throw the thruster and the heat that comes off of it. <laughs> yeah. If you've but never been on one of the hot if air balloons. If you've never been on a balloon ride, <laughs> yeah. you need to add oh, that yeah. to your bucket list. Yeah. We did that one time a few years ago, and it was I've been up in one, and thing. it's amazing. And, you know, I, I have, I'm not afraid of heights, but I, to be out of control, that's, that's what mm-hmm. I'm afraid of. And I thought that I would have trouble. It's like you don't even... You're floating. Yeah, you just don't even realize that... Until you look and you're like, wow, we're really high up. But, yeah, it's very cool. I would highly suggest put that on your list of things to do. And I'm not one of those guys either. I mean, that kind of balloon glow thing, I always Mm -hmm. thought, oh, that's not for me. I remember one year, there is nothing more cool than coming up Mm -hmm. that, I mean, and the whole experience, coming up that bridge road, Mm-hmm. And you get up there, and those balloons just kind of appear as you come. Yeah, that is incredibly cool. Yep. Uh, just seeing the glow. Um, I always wanted to go up in a balloon yeah. instead of Jim Coonsy. I've always wanted to go up in a balloon. <laughs> Subliminal message. See, he's there. Ma- he's Subliminal. he's he's offered 
But every time he offers, I got a ball game or my kids got to go to Timbuktu or whatever. Oh, you're afraid. No, I'm not afraid. I'm just you need got to no talk to the mayor. Russell, he's looking you. for crew. I know. There you go. They're mega pass money right there. I know. <laughs> Once, and okay, here it comes again, Jim. I got to work that weekend. So, uh, you might but, want to talk to the mayor before you. Oh, I know. The mayor. But he didn't go with Jim. No, he wasn't. He, did, he was with he some stranger. Um, but yeah, that balloon glow is just really cool. I mean, if you're going to the fireworks anyway, just take that path. Just come up that that bridge road. Come under the bridge and and just come up on it because there there's not much that's cooler than that. I don't think. Yeah. But anyway, um, so what else do we need? To what know? else do we Anything? need to know? Anything? Oh, I just repeated you. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's just that the office is open 9 to 5.30, uh, Monday through Friday. This Saturday, the 21st and the 28th, it will be open from 9 to 1 for Mega Passes. Last day for Mega Passes is the 1st of September. You cannot get them at the park. So you have to get them at the festival on the last day is September 1st. And one <laughs> other thing, I... The Mayor's Month of Music, we kind of collaborated with Blueberry the last few years about having a concert at River Park Square on the Friday night of Blueberry. And people are like, I had some people that are totally up in arms about the fact that I'm stealing people away from the Blueberry Festival. And it's, that's not it. We are working together and just offering another music venue because there are some folks that, you know, going out to Centennial is just more than they want to do. And mm -hmm. so that... We're not stealing anybody's thunder. <laughs> no, there's plenty of people to go there's around. Plenty of thunder Blueberry to go weekend. around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, plenty of plenty of people to go around. Plus, so. once again, does the stomp take away? I mean, that's off the the grounds. And, yeah, you know, there's all kinds well, of things going on. Well, the stomp during the parade, and yeah. you know, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> or the swim is out at Myers Lake. Right. You know, the what? bike ride is yeah. out in the country. I, it's, no, it's just one more great thing. Yeah. Involved with the Blueberry Festival, I yeah. think they they've worked really hard on the parade this year and trying to secure, uh, you know, you know the different uh, um, events that go on there, um, and the bands that we pay the bands to come in, uh, so that uh, the people that are watching the parade you get to see the local high schools perform. So uh, I think it's great um, the parade and, and the amount of effort uh, that they put into pulling that off. Yeah. That, oh, you talk about effort. Were you involved with that one year? Do I remember right? Uh, no, the parade. Yeah, <clears> the first year I was on the board and didn't know anything. <laughs> they had every all the committees were filled with the parade, and they said, "Would somebody like to volunteer?" And I thought, "I'll volunteer." Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of work. Let me tell you. <laughs> and I, my husband and I did it for 13 years. <laughs> <sighs> Just so. keeping people straight would yeah. be a nightmare. Yeah. And I'm I'm like a, a weirdo about everything being on time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to step that parade off exactly like on time mm -hmm. is, I was like, go, it's time to go. And they're like, well, um, float number 812 isn't ready. I'm like, I don't care. We're going. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I don't yeah, it's not as easy as no, it's not just lining no. people up. No, well, it, and it's more than just. I mean, if, depending on how many you got, you got a handful of stuff. It's not that hard, but you're talking about what hundreds, hundreds. of interests? hundreds, and then you've got the little yeah. baton twirlers oh. and the cheerleaders and yeah. that, and 
you know, no matter how many times you've taken to the bathroom, the minute the parade starts <laughs> off, one of them needs to run to the bathroom, and it's just yeah, and it's it, there's good, there's a lot of fun things that happen with it too. Yeah. Look at the memories you yeah, can. oh yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. You know, one of my speaking of memories, one of my favorite memories growing up was seeing. Um, Lloyd Anderson and his Arabian horse. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. He, you know, he was dressed like the yeah. sheik, and he would run, have that saber, and that horse would just run down the road and turn around. And that was my favorite part of the fe- I always loved that. And uh, we, don't, rem- we don't have that now. Them and the calliope at the end. Oh, yes. Yeah. The Indiana. Yeah. But the Shriners is what I remember. Oh, yeah. The guys yeah. on the little bikes with the hats. Mm-hmm. I remember that one, too. So, um, see, we all have a blueberry festival we, memory. Yeah, either that, or we've all been around just a little bit too we, long. We've been here. Yeah. <laughs> either way, I think is probably right. So, if someone <laughs> wanted to be on the blueberry festival committee, mm-hmm. how do they go about that? Well, the first thing they need to do, the way we have it set up now, is just come and be involved, get and volunteer for a year, and understand how it all works. And then uh, after the festival, we'll have uh, nominations for the board, and we'll vote for the new members of the board. And you know, after so many years, you have to go off, and and just like most boards, so that's kind of the way to to get on the board if you're really interested. And uh, uh, Rex Crump actually uh, got me involved one year and uh, asked me to come help, and I did. And then uh, the, the following years, when I got more involved in the board and and moving forward there so get a year's experience so you understand it make sure you like what's going on and what you have to do and and then uh, if you enjoy working uh, with people it's a gr- it's a great event yep because you're you're pretty much there like oh yeah through from the whole weekend yeah thursday to tuesday yeah. and some people you know it's not for them and other people no. but you know there's always something there as a volunteer you could do it doesn't mean you have to be on the board but you could be a very prized volunteer by oh, sure. helping every year and doing things without the board it's the nice board. to have people that are really knowledgeable of the festival in the information booth mm-hmm. you know you're selling souvenirs but you're also like you're the face of the blueberry mm-hmm. and the question the shell answer person right because and they ask everything oh yeah they've asked some crazy stuff yeah, and, yeah. And we're but, still going to wear vests, so we'll still be out in a crowd. So if you see somebody with a blue vest and you have a question or concern, you know, um, I think one of the greatest things we've added uh, recently in the, in the last couple of festivals is there's a place to go by the high school baseball field now where you can nurse your baby, change your baby. We have a, a changing station set up there uh, in a nursing area set up there that's air-conditioned, clean. And, uh, you know, some uh, amenities like that, I think, are important to running yeah. a good festival. Sure. And, yeah. and we worked hard and long to get that all set up. So, um, you know, I think that's the thing. Just ask us if you have a question. We're out there walking through the crowds all the time. Suggestions are, are welcome. Mm-hmm. Please be nice yes. when you're suggesting <laughs> yes. them. And you can hand those in at information booth yes. one or two or to a board member. Yep. But um, like you were talking earlier about um, patients and... Yeah. courtesy yeah. just be nice and, and let then, us know if you have yeah. a concern and, uh, yeah or if especially something like needs... in the port of john area if there's a concern there that something's just not right and one of mm-hmm. them will get mm-hmm. somebody over there and get it and taken that care type of. of thing uh, the hand washing stations we're going to have 
a lot of them this year. But again, it just takes uh, one 12 year old to push on yeah. that button 19 times and it's oh, yeah. empty. So, oh, yeah. Um, so, well, that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> doesn't happen. Hey, look, water comes out. <laughs> <laughs> again and again and again. Oh, oh, no, no more water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Guys, thank you so much. Thank Always you. appreciate hearing from you and keep us informed. Let us know what's going on. Will I might do. be down to get me- Rusty a Mega Pass later. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'll be there. My camera's warmed up and going. So. <laughs> Very good. I'll, I'll take a picture I'll, on my phone. And we've got the wide angle lens. So. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Ah, good one. The act's coming along. Very good. All right. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, guys. All right, we got a break to take. So why don't we take the break? Uh, like right now. Wasn't the Reese movie, Back to the Future, mm. great fun in the park? Mm. Hope they do it again. Yes! But now they're interested in feeding us in August. There are two different food fundraisers for the Reese. That's cool. Like what? Ice cream and pulled pork. Tell me more. Tell me more. Okay. Homemade ice cream served at our farmer's market Saturday, August 21st from 8 a.m. till noon. And it will be made with a hit and miss engine. Did you say engine? Uh Uh-huh. That's better than the hand cranking process, Uh, I guess. I want to see that. (laughs) Well, it just takes a donation to get your bowl of homemade ice cream. And our local Dairy Queen will be matching all donations that day. Did I hear pulled pork too? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Pulled pork sandwich fundraiser with Bob's Cafeteria on East Jefferson Mm. and Bruce's Big Grill. Mm -hmm. Tuesday, August 24th for lunch from 11 to 1 or supper 4.30 to 6.30. Isn't that an annual event with Mm. the Reese? Yes. Great pulled pork for like 10 bucks? Yes it is. Ooh, buy tickets at Coffee Lodge or Bow and Printing or you can call the man. Mm. 286-2391. You could say we're supporting and pulling for the reach. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, we are. All the way to opening day. Calendar out. Ice cream at the farmer's market. August 21st. Check. And pulled pork, mm-hmm. August 24th. Yes. Check. Mm-hmm. Good eating. Thanks, Thanks to the Reese. Keep it pumping. Your hometown radio. FM 106.1 and AM 1050. WTCA. TCA.
Get your cell phone out and dial 574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647 and be part of the show. Now let's get back to what's your opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana. I am the king of segways. The little cornfield mafia. Yes, it is. And they will be at Marriage Month of Music Friday night, 7 o'clock. They're one of my faves. They... To give credit where credit is due. <laughs> I know where you're going. <laughs> in 2018, I get a phone call one evening, and I mean, it's like I answer, and the music is so loud in the background. I'm like, what the heck? And it's from the mayor's number. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, listen to these guys. I said, okay. He goes, we got to get them. I said, okay, what's the name? It's Cornfield Mafia. I'm like, all right, you are joking me. There's no way. Nope, sure enough. So he brought back their card, and I reached out to him, and they were here in 19, and they were a hit. Oh, I'm sure. But that night, I don't know why. At Mayor's Month of Music, I'm usually busy, you know, just making sure everything's going okay. But that night, I had been ultra busy with something and so i barely got to hear the i mean it was in the background clearly but i wasn't like paying attention to them and i was really bummed and so i get on their website because i want to go hear them for real like sit down in a chair and listen and they were in delphi the next night after we had them so i told kevin we're going to delphi tomorrow and he's like why (laughs) and we went to delphi found the greatest restaurant called brick and and mortar there you go yum (laughs) had this great and then the former mayor of delphi and i are friends and i had texted him i'm like hey forewarned coming to your city and he's like well you are why and i said well we're gonna eat at brick and mortar and then we're gonna go to the concert so he came to brick and mortar to see us and um visited for a little bit and then he left and we ate our meal, and then we wanted a little dessert. And the lady said, well, we have a BFB. And I said... Okay, that instantly piques my interest as something obscene. But go ahead. Well, because it is. <laughs> I said, okay, so what's a BFB? And she says, well, do you want the grown-up version description, or do you want the family-friendly version? And it was a big bleep brownie. She told us the grown-up version. Okay, I like you. So we ended up with the BFB, and it was this ice, and I'm not even exaggerating. It was an entire nine-by-nine pan of brownies cut in half. So there was brownies, ice cream, brownies, ice cream, whipped cream, chocolate syrup, caramels, nuts. With a great big knife down the middle to hold it all together. Yeah. Did it? It did, was great. Did it come with a two pack of insulin? Or it, it, uh, actually, it did. <laughs> yeah, it had a Surgeon General's warning on it. I believe so that. After that, we um, waddled our way over to the concert, and um, the lead singer actually he pointed us out in the crowd, and he said. Hey, we must have done a pretty good job at Plymouth last night because 
the mayor's assistant is here. <laughs> and so we had a great night at their... They're just a great group of guys, and they play some, you know, some awesome music. That last the song you just last played was from was them. Now. So Saturday or Friday night, Mayor's Month of Music, seven o'clock, Cornfield Mafia. Be sure to come down. Um, I don't know, Mayor's Month of Music last week. If you were there, you know. If you weren't there, uh, you missed it. It was a great, great show. Um, Coach Nixon was there. <laughs> Got to see him for the first time since high school. Um, Sorry about that. No, it was great. I was so glad to see them there. And uh, they had a good seat. Where were they at? They were, like, if you're looking at the stage, they were around to the left. Okay. So they were basically behind the stage, right. but they were able to hear it, but they weren't able to hear it. Right. So. See, that's what my mom said, is that where they're at, um, and this makes sense to me, that's what I thought, too, and I mean, Maggie and I both talked about it, they could step out on their balcony and listen, but all that sound is going the other direction. Right. So those are, that are behind, there's a significantly lower decibel level. Yeah. Um, I always like that there are, like, benches and things behind, because you have some folks that... Yeah. You want to be involved, but you don't want it full on. And sometimes you get a little bit older, or even kids or whatever, that sound hurts yeah. their ears at yeah. that decibel level. So, Well, there were so many people there um, at that concert Friday night. They were all the way. There was no grassy area open. Oh, I drove through there. They were all the way to yeah. Garrow Street, and the folks there were all the way back to Garrow Street were having a hard time hearing right and i kept telling the band you need to turn it up you need to turn it up and they're like we're gonna blast everybody out that's in the front nobody cares turn it up so i i guess that was a was that a record crowd you had or oh definitely a record crowd yeah i'm sure that we had to have broke 2500 people and honestly you couldn't park downtown either yeah i was trying to find a way to get because i was working Mm-hmm. Uh, you couldn't find, I had to park clear up by the, where did I end up stopping? Here? It was, well, <laughs> no, actually I didn't because it was parked up up here because Brass Rail was open. So yeah. a lot of folks park over here for that at yeah. night, which, you know, it's what it's here for. Uh, I think I ended up at the fire station up, up in that parking lot because yeah. that was as close as I could get to, yeah. to, uh, the job. So I would suggest that um if you're coming out you can come and put your chairs down as early as you feel comfortable doing um i'm not down there being the chair police but i am in and out during the day i um we had people there as early as nine putting chairs down so put your chairs down uh the the food trucks will be ready to serve at five i do have some terrible news about friday night the yeah the dainty donut guy won't be there okay you haven't had those yet clearly no i haven't oh my gosh if anybody had the donuts please text the show and let rusty know <laughs> um they make them hot right then they're fresh sure uh, they either have cinnamon and sugar and they have blueberry that's glazed okay 
Uh, I won't be standing in line at the Blueberry Festival again for donuts. <laughs> I'll just be hunting down dainty donuts. They were so good. Um, but they are from Bourbon, and it's Bourbon's Friday night food trucks. Oh, okay. This week. Yeah. And so he's like, Laura, do you know how much harassment I would take if I don't show up? And I'm like, you know how much harassment you're going to get from me for not showing up here? But... No, and we do have a new vendor who's um, going to be having coffee, cold brew, uh, frappes, smoothies, that kind of thing. So that'll be something new. So, you know, there'll be still be options. Stuff to do. Stuff to stuff do. To stuff to, stuff eat, to eat. Stuff to see. Um, you mentioned Food Truck Friday. I forgot they do that over in Bourbon. We ought to mention yeah. that a little more often. Yeah. Once a, month. Uh, every, once a month food truck friday over in bourbon i think um oh, we'll get to that i i i want to do a, a public service announcement here yeah. if i can so we got uh we I got this news item just in for jim vanall the marshall county humane society is promoting promoting that's all folks the next low-cost spay and neuter clinic for citizens of Plymouth and Marshall County. Um, what does that have to do with Jim Vanall? Oh, he needs this. Oh, okay. He needs this. You haven't seen Jim's. Jim's got cats. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's cats that he has befriended in his neighborhood. Ooh. You can tell it makes a difference in Jim. He's a kinder, gentler man because of these cats. Okay. It's completely changed, man. <laughs> so, Jim, this is for you. Uh, September 21st. So, um, you can call and make an appointment, 317-675-0072. What will happen is they will come and pick your pet up at the Marshall County Humane Society uh, on 13th Road between 7 and 7.30, and then you can come back at 6.30, and your pet will be ready for you to take them home so low cost spay and neuter um the prices it's a little bit different with dogs smaller dogs up to 25 pounds 45 dollars for males 50 for females that's a huge savings uh 75 for males and 85 for females if you're over 76 pounds cats are just straight males 35 females 40 uh, they do ask you provide proof of rabies vaccine at the time. And if you'd like additional details, 936-8300, the Humane Society can help you out. And I believe they're still having their Friday auctions, aren't they, on Facebook? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so There's if you, you want to help the uh, Humane Society get that Friday, get on Facebook, their Facebook page on Fridays, and there's stuff there for you to to bid on, so... Another public service announcement that I have. Okay, well, wait a minute. Okay. You got you get the you get the. Here's more late breaking news, Laura Mann. I had um, gotten a, a complaint at the mayor's office about the caring cupboard, which is the little food pantry right. at the yeah. fire station, the little pink box, um, that there were some hornets in there, um, or wasps i don't know doesn't matter to me they fly and they sting so yeah um so i called rebecca palmer and she was trying to take care of it she had sprayed a few times well um bugs pest management came and they removed a nest from the food box at the fire station 
However, the box is still closed right now because there's some displaced wasps flying around trying to locate their missing home. So they put in a residential treatment in the back of the box that should take care of them eventually, but it's still not totally safe. Okay. And so until it's totally safe, you know, Rebecca just doesn't feel... Oh, yeah. Like she can put anything back in there. So um, we're sorry for that, but... You know, we're glad that it's getting taken sure. care of because there were a couple of people that did get stung. And so just hold off, please don't. I She was going to caution tape it off and she'd put signs up and people took them down and got in there anyway. And so please just, it's empty. Yeah. Don't try to get in there. It's We're trying to take care of a problem. And Make so it safe. Once that problem is taken care of, uh, we'll put it on our Facebook page and Rebecca will put it on her Facebook page and... It'll be back open for for service. Wasps are jerks. Yeah. My son-in-law got stung. He works um, for the pipeline, the gas pipeline in Indianapolis. And he was got into some oh. and, like, got stung six times. Oh, easy. And his arm lucky. is just huge. Um, uh, lucky so. it was only six if he got into a nest. Yeah. Wasps yeah. are jerks. Yeah. Wasps are like the Nazis of the insect world. You don't want to be around them. They're yep. terrible. Yep. And Even sure Bob that, doesn't like wasps. I'm sure that they serve their purpose, but please don't yeah. bite people. Their purpose is to sting. That's their purpose. Anyway, that is, uh, that's our show. That's it? That's our show for today. How did, how did it, you, you, you seem to not be worse for... Well, it you just know. seems to go so fast sometimes. Well, we got good guests. We had yeah. good guests. And, and we had some, a good time. We had some things to talk about. Yeah. So um, let's see if there's anything I'm not so to. So be sure to come down to yeah. River Park Square Friday night. Food Mayor's trucks month. start at 5. Um, concert starts at 7. Runs until 10 o'clock. You can bring your own cooler full of beverages of your liking. And... Um, and I will say that does include alcohol. Right. But please don't be dumb. That's all I ask. I, you know, if you would For the like, most part, people do. Oh, we've, you know, somebody asked me, yeah. how many times have you had the police down there? We have never, never. knock on yep. wood, had a situation where the police had to intervene. Right. Now, I will tell you that the police are down oh, there. yeah. Because they want to eat. <laughs> they take their dinner break yeah, and they, they come do. down there. That, yes, I, uh, for the brew fest. They yeah. were there, and that They walk them, through yeah, and they make there. their presence available yep. and I appreciate that. Though every time I see them, I'm always like making a beeline. Are you here to eat or did somebody call you? Oh, oh yeah. Oh no, no we're yeah. just here to eat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He says, if you see us walking, we're eating. If we're running, <laughs> not eating. Okay. Just so we're all clarified yeah, about that. I know they're they're always down there just as a, hi, how you doing? We're here. Well, so it's a great we'll take care of you. PR thing for oh, them, yeah. too. Yeah. You know, the see, kids get to see them being real people. You bring that up, and I I probably should just shut up here. We've only got three minutes left. But I, I all the problem that, that we're having with citizens and police all over the country, and I always reflect on why it really doesn't happen here. If you put cops out on the street the way they used to be, walking a neighborhood, now granted, it would take some time for this. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be that. Why do we not? Because you see Officer Owen in the grocery. 
Yeah. You see Dave Bacon at the ball game. I mean, yeah. you see these guys everywhere in your community, and you know them. If you knew the cops in your neighborhood, there wouldn't be this problem. There's well, you, this disconnect that goes they're on. They're real people. Exactly. They're not just a police officer for they eight become, hours and then go sit in a closet and wait and then become a police officer exactly. again. Exactly. They become they're, a person. They're moms and dads yeah. and and members of their community and volunteers and churchgoers and you know I, so they're just like the rest of us which is they just choose to, to that's their job help us yeah yeah and i guess that's the bottom line is that we don't have the problems they do in the city because we know our police yeah if they knew those guys it would be a completely different i mean think about the old days officer o'leary hey good morning how are you why because they know him he's yeah. He's a guy in the, or even uh, Sesame Street, who's a person in your neighborhood. Yeah. Well, the policeman, well, not anymore. Yeah. Um, I know it's easy for me to say yeah. that that's an easy, but I think that's that's part of the solution, I, would I think, agree with that. is getting people to interact yep. again. Yep. Um, but anyway, okay. Hey, I got that in in two minutes. I knew you would. I got that in in two minutes. That was... so. That was pretty good. Um, you ready to go? Just one more thing. Just one more time. If Very you good. have any information, yes. How no matter how big or small you think it might be, if you just think that it's, oh, that doesn't help. It might be that missing piece of the puzzle of finding Mercedes Lane yeah. that the police need. So please, please, if you saw her, if you saw the parents, if you saw Justin Miller, any of that, please. Either call the Plymouth Police Department at 936-2126, call 911, it's fine, or call Crime Stoppers at 574-288-STOP. And they're, it, it's anonymous, they don't have caller ID, and you'll be given a number right. to identify you. And if your tip leads to the um, successful finding of Mercedes, there is a reward. So please, you know... I don't think our community is so um, anti-help, but you're not going to get in trouble. No. Just just call and give them their your information. Because all they all they want is to get they this girl back. just want that baby back. home. Yeah, and you said it right, baby. This is a an 11 month old child. This is a baby. Yep. So. Um, and we I need to know. get her home because I need to sleep because I haven't <laughs> slept. Well, yeah, and I, you know, I'm gonna stop there birthdays birthdays is what we got to get into so uh, we don't have any oh we do oh we do do you have a okay read it you got the sheet up there you're the the kathy of the world right now so austin bodarf austin austin how did we not have austin yeah happy birthday austin and barb gawker uh g-o-u i think it's gawker Gawker? yeah sorry barb i think it is but you're still in the drawing no matter yes, what. Yes, you're in the drawing. Now, Austin isn't, but yeah. you are, because Austin is uh, Kathy and Jim's son. So uh, he he doesn't have the benefit of four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe or three small drink from the Coffee Lodge, unless he purchases that himself. But you can win our drawing coming up on Friday. Anniversaries, we don't have any of those today either. If you have one this month, get it into us before the 31st. 
because on that day, we're going to have a drawing for some lucky couple. They will get $50 from Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Home. So uh, be aware of that. Get that stuff into us. We have a, we have a success story. We had a uh, chainsaw. And I guess I was right. We had a chainsaw for sale yesterday. It's gone! And Nipsco bought it. Nipsco bought it for the tree. That was the chainsaw they saw. Anyway, um, so there's your success story. Yesterday, a Husqvarna is gone. I made the comment, and who doesn't need a chainsaw? Evidently, I was righter than I thought. There you go. Today, though, we have two end tables and a coffee table. Uh, They want 25 for each end table, 50 for the coffee table. Oh, I better not tell my wife will have the whole package, $75. Uh, furniture is oak frame with, um, oh, I can't read this. Oh, pastel colored flat stone tops. Oh, she's going to be, I'm $75 out right now. She'll buy all that. Hey, wait, hey, the Parks Barn sale is coming up, just so okay. you know. Okay, let me give this phone number real quick for the tables. is uh, 574-210-0637, 574 Barn sale? Barn sale, August, or not August, sorry, October 2nd. Okay. Uh, is the Parks Department barn sale. You need to go out to the park office and... For ten bucks, you can have a spot, but they usually go pretty quickly, so you oh, might yeah, want to do. do that soon. Yeah, they go real fast. All right, that's coming up in October. Coming up tomorrow. Let me take a look at my calendar here and see who's on the docket for tomorrow. Oh, nobody. That could who's be dangerous. That? I've never seen nobody. <laughs> Wonder what they're going to have to say. I'm nobody. No, you are somebody, <laughs> man. I'm nobody. That's a, that is not the truth. Good. So, uh, there, there, lo- thanks, Laura, for there, joining there, there, us. We'd go out with your favorite song. Gotta go. Have a good day. Have a good one. We'll be back. We'll be back tomorrow. WTCA Plymouth. That's my favorite radio station. FM 106.1 and AM 1050. Is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Vicki Barker in London. Taliban leaders say.